Are you ready to take your intermittent fasting lifestyle to the next level? There's nothing better than community to help with that. In the Delay Don't Deny community, we all embrace the clean fast, and there's just the right support for you as you live your intermittent fasting lifestyle. You can connect directly with me in the Ask Jen group, and I'll answer all of your questions personally. If you're new to intermittent fasting or recommitting to the intermittent fasting lifestyle, join the 28-Day Fast Start group. After your fast start, join us for support in the first-year group. Need tips for long-term maintenance? We have a place for that. There are many more useful spaces beyond these, and you can interact in as many as you like. Visit jenstevens.com community to join us. An annual membership costs just over a dollar a week when you do the math. If you aren't ready to fully commit for a year, join for a month, and you can cancel at any time. If you know you'll want to stay forever, we also have a lifetime membership option available. IF is free. You don't need to join our community to fast. But if you're looking for support from a community of like-minded intermittent fasters, we're here for you at jenstevens.com community. That's jenstevens.com community. When it comes to eating well, sometimes it feels like it's a guessing game. Even if something looks good for me, the label is usually full of mystery ingredients. Who's got time for that? Not me. That's why I love Daily Harvest. They say no to weird ingredients, fillers, seed oils, added sugars, and even gluten if that's something you avoid. So all I have to do is say yes to delicious, easy-to-prep options that never leave me wondering what's really in my food. They deliver delicious options such as smoothies, harvest bowls, soups, and my new favorite, their bites that are built on organic fruits and vegetables straight to my door. Thanks to Daily Harvest, I always have something convenient in my freezer, especially on a really busy day. Take the guessing out of eating well and try Daily Harvest. For a limited time only, go to dailyharvest.com slash ifstories to get $30 off your first box plus free shipping. That's dailyharvest.com slash ifstories for $30 off your first box and free shipping. dailyharvest.com slash ifstories. Welcome to Intermittent Fasting Stories. I'm your host, Jen Stevens, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fast Feast Repeat, as well as the book that started it all, Delay Don't Deny. I lost over 80 pounds thanks to intermittent fasting after learning how to delay my eating rather than denying myself the delicious foods I want to eat. Now, who's ready to hear an inspirational intermittent fasting story? That's why we're here. So let's get excited to talk to today's guest. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 353 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Tammy Jordan. Tammy lives in Ness City, Kansas, and she worked in the insurance industry for many years, but now she works as a caregiver. Welcome, Tammy. Welcome, Jen. I just want to say thank you for changing my life. I can't even begin to thank you enough. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm just so grateful that I've had the opportunity to spread this word. I always say I'm a teacher, 
and I love teaching people things that they can use. That's what I've done my whole life. So I'm really, really glad that I'm able to take what I know about teaching and teach the world how to live a life where we're free to just fast, feast, and repeat, right? That's right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, you know, I like to start by asking, what brought you to intermittent fasting and when was that? Well, I did a lot of researching online and a lot of things pulled up and somehow your book popped up. Which one? uh, Delay, Don't Deny. Okay. It was the first one I read, and I've read it about three times since then. And I do Audible. I'm not a reader. I do Audible. So I love that about it. And then shortly after that, I bought Fast Feast Repeat. So that was June 24th of 22, according to Amazon. That's when I bought Delay, Don't Deny. And then in August, I bought Fast Feast Repeat. Before that, I'd watched a lady on YouTube that she talked about it. And the main thing she talked about was quit buying all the products. This is free. You can do this. So I had listened, dabbled in it a little bit, was not doing clean fast, but started out doing 16-8. And like you, I have been, just give you a little bit of history. I'm 49 years old. I'm in the last years of my 50s. 59, sorry, not 49. I, know, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I thought you said no, you're yeah, 59. Sorry about that. 59. <laughs> okay. 59. I, so I'm, I'm like, sometimes I have know. to think how old I am, too. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Me, too. I forget. So Because it changes and so I have, often. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have three children, and they range from 42 to 38 to 17. So wow, I started really young and ended really late. But, oh, my goodness. Um, you started yeah. right over again there with that yes, 17. Yes, I did. So during that time between children and my weight has fluctuated so much in 2000, like in 99, I guess I divorced. And like everybody, most women have the divorce weight loss, you know, and then James and I started dating in 2000 and we dated for about five years and then we got married and he'd never had kids. So we had Monica and she is 17, a senior this year. And I also have five wonderful grandchildren. So oh my goodness. They're great. But Monica, my 17-year-old, she does 16-8. She's very athletic and does not do it for weight loss by any means, just the health benefits. And You know, um, I think a lot of teenagers naturally gravitate to, like, they don't necessarily want to eat when they first wake up. Their body needs to wake up first. They're not hungry first thing in the morning. And... I think that it's wise to let a teenager naturally gravitate to what feels best. And that doesn't, we were taught, you know, force them to eat breakfast first thing. That's what good parents do. But instead, Mm -hmm. say, are you hungry? Yeah. And she's always eaten breakfast until just recently. She kind of, she just decided to do this and she's enjoying it. So, but of course, when I got pregnant with her, I gained weight like we're supposed to. And then fast forward to like, I had her in 06. So we go to 2013. I had a wound on my leg that would not heal. Went to the doctor and they sent me to a wound care specialist. And that turned into them obviously doing a diabetic test. And I was diagnosed with diabetes type 2. And the only reason they said they diagnosed me with it was because of that wound. It just would not heal. So you had no idea that you were diabetic. No, no. The wound would not heal. And they said probably I could do it with food if I didn't have, you know, just adjusting some things. But since I had that um, wound, they needed to put me on diabetic. And that was an eye opener because the wound clinic, I went three days a week. It had to be rewrapped. It was basically having a cast on my leg. So at that time, I don't remember my weight. It was not good. And then in 2016, I did Weight Watchers and I lost about 40 pounds. Weight Watchers trained me to eat healthy. I did like it, but like you, I was sick of counting points. I was sick of, I just, I wanted to be 
done, and that was 2016, my highest weight was 256, and that was okay. probably around then. And I got down to like 216. And um, and how tall are you? 5'4". Okay. So then, like in November 16, then, I got another wound on my leg that I just kept doctoring myself and thinking I don't want to go back to that wound clinic because it was not fun. It was not a pleasant no time. But I wound up having to go back because the doctor basically said, you're going to lose this leg if you don't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was probably terrifying, wasn't it? It was. Knowing that your body was not healing well. Yeah. How were you managing your diabetes at that point? I was taking Metformin, which did not agree with me well. (laughs) Oh, really? Not really. And I finally got it changed to Genuvia. And that was much better for me. Okay. Then... Like I said, I was bigger. My dad was still alive and my mom both. And at that time in 17, my dad got sick. And so we were traveling a lot, probably a lot of stress. And the day we had my dad's funeral, he passed away then. And my mom started immediately after that cancer treatment. So, yes, there was some stress in there. Mm -hmm. That's like the worst kind of stress of all. I'm so sorry to hear about it. Yeah. Both great parents had great family support. We took care of our parents, takes a village, and I had great family support. But mom didn't pass away till 2019. And I'd gained some weight back then. And then in 2020, lost some more. And then we all know what happened in 2020. I had quit work in October of 2020. And after that, COVID hit later. And I flat had to sit down and have a talk with myself about COVID. I knew I could not be one of those people that gained 50 pounds because I already weighed a lot. That's exactly right, because we all handled it differently, the stress of it. It was stressful for every single person going through it because there was so much we didn't know. It was a very, very scary time. And we all handled it and turned to different things. You know, for me, I drank more than I needed to. I ate more. I baked more like so many people did. And I had to have a talk with myself as well. Even though I'd already been doing intermittent fasting for a while, I'm like, this is not good for my body. Right. I do not drink now. I've given it up. Not that I ever had a problem. I just gave it up. But at that time, I was drinking red beer. I love red beer. So <laughs> Red beer? What is red, red beer? beer? You could either put Clamato juice in okay. it or tomato juice. I don't, it's just, yeah. I think uh, Sherry likes that. She does. Sherry likes and then something, I also something like weird to drink with all, beer. <laughs> yeah. I also liked michelada, and I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right, but it's you can get it at Mexican food restaurants. It's very good, too. So that was my drink, and during COVID, yes, probably a little too much. But anyways, we got through COVID in February of 2020. I called my friend Karen, and I knew she walked around town and did a lot of walking Shout out to Karen. We started walking in February 2020, and we're still walking to this day. She goes with me. And through that walking experience, I believe she's had two knee surgeries. I had a hysterectomy, which I want to say this for intermittent fasting. I think it had so much to do with it. This is the honest God, truth. I had my surgery, came home that day. I called Karen the next morning and I said, let's go walking. You healed very, very quickly is what you're saying. Very quickly. We hear that a lot with fasting. It's like our bodies 
because sometimes people will say, I'm getting ready to have this surgery, whatever it might be, whether it's a hysterectomy or knee replacement or whatever they need to have surgery. They're like, how do I handle that with fasting? What should I do? Do I stop fasting? And of course, I can't give people advice like that. Talk to your doctor, see what your concerns are, make sure it's okay. However, that being said, we have heard stories of accelerated healing from people in our intermittent fasting community over the years that said their surgeon was amazed at how quick they got better. My follow-up appointment, she said, I wish you could just come to our lobby and sit in here and tell everybody how you have recovered so fast. Karen was like, you're kidding me. You want to go walking? And like I said, this was the very next morning. And granted, we might not have walked as far or as fast as we usually do, but we went walking. So I thought that was huge, you know, huge. Then later in June, like I said, I bought your book. I started then and I immediately started clean fasting in June of 2020, July. I started, bought your book June 24th. Okay, uh, of 2020. 2022 is 2022. Okay, 2022. All right. So I've been a year in July. Okay. Totally clean fasting. Before that, I dabbled in it a little bit, 16-8, but I was not clean fasting. I was a diet Pepsi drinker. I did all that. And like you, way back when I worked for a doctor's office, I was on fasting. I was on FinFan. I did Metafast. We sold Metafast in the clinic I worked at back in the 80s. Are those shakes? What's Metafast? They're shakes. Shakes. And then you could have like one meal. And then they came out with these Cheetos. And But yeah, Yeah, I worked in- A diet doctor. It was the Howard diet. I don't know where Dr. Howard came from, but it was big in Augusta. He might have been from Athens, Georgia, and then opened a clinic in Augusta, Georgia. But it was the Howard diet, and he had packaged snacks that were like that. That were like, get your little bag of snacks. (laughs) Yep. Well, I worked in that clinic back in the 80s, so I did it all. I mean, I did everything. The diet pills and working in the clinic, you know, you could just go back to the doctors and say, I'm gaining weight. I need some fast. There was a diet pill called Fastin. I don't know what that is. I'm not. And it was a little blue and white pill, and it gave you lots of energy. But then I gained any time I was on those diet pills, I gained the weight back plus some. I mean, it was a lot. That was like fentermine. That's how I felt on that. And And I was on that too. They killed my appetite, but I felt crazy. Like it wasn't like good fasting ketosis feeling. It was like crazy, and you didn't want to eat, but you felt crazy. And, you know, sometimes people ask, we actually had someone ask not that long ago, what about fentermine? If it helps me with my appetite, why can't I use that along with fasting? Well, and the problem is you disconnect from your hunger and satiety signals in an unnatural way. So the way I felt and the way that, you know, I've never known anybody to lose weight from one of those diet drugs and then successfully keep it off long term. Have you? People just came back over and over to those clinics that you when they you worked did. there, right? And, and like yeah. I said, I worked in the clinic where it was given out in Oklahoma and great doctors I worked for. I mean, great, great doctors, but we did have women traveling from everywhere to get them. Yeah. Um, and so. it's really, you're just on that vicious cycle because those years that I was stuck with it and I would use them for a while and then they only let you take them for so long because they aren't effective long term. Then I would stop taking it and my weight yo-yoed back up and then more every single time. So they're so, they call your name because you remember that it worked, right? I say worked in quotation marks because to me, something works if it leads to lasting change, right? It doesn't work if the minute you stop doing it, you gain all the weight back and you can't keep doing it forever. That's where the fasting is different. You can't take diet pills forever. You can't take diet injections forever. You can't eat 500 calories a day and do HCG shots forever. Oh, I did the drops on your tongue. 
the HCG. Yeah, I did, I did that, that one too. too. I yeah. first I did the shots, but you had to get a prescription, and nobody wants to give themselves shots. Then I tried the homeopathic drop version, and that's really just a low calorie diet. I think even worse. But if you can't keep it up long term then it isn't going to be your long-term solution. That's what we need to ask ourselves. And that's why fasting is different. We can keep it up long-term. Yes, it is definitely going to be my lifestyle. Through this, I actually set my husband, James, down and Monica, the child that still lives with us. And I told them this is going to be my lifestyle forever because I wanted them to know it. I was very open. And then this year, Mother's Day weekend, my oldest daughter was here and I'd been with my middle daughter, Savannah, and then Lenica was here and their families. I sent out a text message to them and I put to their husbands too what I was doing. And I wanted them to know and that that would be my life. And they're all fine with it. My thought too was maybe there'll be a little bit of seed planted there that if they ever wanted to try it, was there if they wanted to, but they at least know what I'm doing. So are you tired of feeling tired? Are you someone who hits snooze and then slams your head straight back on the pillow? Magnesium Breakthrough is an all natural supplement that helps you sleep more peacefully and wake up feeling refreshed. Magnesium Breakthrough is the only magnesium supplement on the market that contains the optimal ratio of all seven essential types of magnesium. So if you want to feel more energized and get the best night's sleep you've had in forever, check out bioptimizers.com slash ifstories. In addition to the discount you get by using the promo code ifstories10, you can get free gifts with your purchase up to two travel size bottles of magnesium breakthrough and who does not love something free act fast this is a limited time offer go now to bioptimizers.com slash if stories and don't forget to use the promo code if stories 10 you'll be amazed at how much better you feel by taking magnesium breakthrough you're at a place you just discovered and being an american express platinum card member with global dining access by resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. I'm glad that you did that. And it can be hard, especially for people like you and me, who have done so many things over the years. I'm certain your 42-year-old daughter and your 38-year-old is also a daughter. Yes. All so you've got mom of all girls. girls so I am I'm, certain <laughs> the 42-year-old and the 38-year-old have seen you run the gamut of oh, things over the all. years. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, there was a little sense of, you know, when I was doing intermittent fasting early on. A little bit of like embarrassment to say, I'm doing one more thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the last thing. It is the last thing. So you want them to know instead of trying to hide it from them, you want them to know so that they're not like, what in the world is going on? You know? Right. Yep. I wanted them to know. I wanted to get it out there. And like you said, you're kind of, you hate to tell people because they've, with me, they've seen it all. I've did everything. Yeah. So But I was glad I got it out there. I felt better after that, that I talked to them. And then I also have had a lot of people ask me. I have one lady come to my front door. We sit down in my kitchen. And when people ask you, it's kind of hard to describe in a short time what you're doing or their reaction. And I didn't want my reaction to be negative when they, we've all talked about, oh, you're starving yourself, you know, and that's not what I 
So I also made a lot of note in my phone under my notes, and I'll just say it's intermittent fasting, but hey, I have something of what I'm doing or a study of one. Let me send it to you. You know, I love that. So you're not on the spot. You don't have to think of what to say right then. You've got it written down. You're like, let me send you this. This explains it. That is fantastic. That's a good strategy. Yeah. In there, I have your book, both books in there that uh, I put in those notes that I definitely recommend people going to, that it's been great for me. Delay, don't deny. I'm glad I read it first. I'm not a sciencey person, but then fast, feast, repeat, I became more sciencey, you know, to that. And I, I love it too. I love both of them. So they're included in those notes. I just tell people feel free to ask me. It's amazing the people you do tell. The lady that, that I take care of, Rosalie, she has a hairdresser that comes to her house. And uh, Dara asked me one day, you know, what are you doing to, I said, oh, intermittent fasting. And she said, oh my gosh, that changed my life. She's never needed to lose weight. She's did it forever. So we have a lot to talk about. And then I was at a graduation party this year. One lady asked me and she said, don't you feel wonderful on it? So you do get those reactions. I do have friends that I haven't even told that I'm doing it. If they know it, they've heard it from somebody else. I do not just talk to everybody about it. If I'm asked, look out because I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. If they ask, they get to hear yeah, it. They're going right. to get to hear it. And I send them my note. And uh, That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I love that you're not, you know, we need to all deeply feel in our hearts that it's not something that we have to hide. And because, you know, if someone is a naysayer and they're like, oh, I heard that will make you die or whatever crazy, I heard that not having breakfast will make you have a heart attack. I mean, there's all sorts of crazy statements that get circulated around there. And honestly, you know, maybe the person who's saying that to you is repeating that because they're scared of the idea of fasting. And so they're like, well, I don't even want to think about that. And I have all these reasons not to. But that's in their own mind. You know how good you feel. Exactly. You can't but argue how, with that. No, you can't. And when you feel this good about something, how can you not share it when, when asked? I mean, you have to. It's just like any product we get that is a great product. Well, we share it with other people. You know, we tell them we really like it. And if it's, I mean, I'm sorry, Jen, you got me addicted to caraway cookware. Pans, they're so Pans. good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Not so, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're so they're, good they're, Right. Yeah. So I've told other people about them and this is no different. This is a great, not that it's a product by any means. It's a lifestyle. I do not like people calling it a diet. It is a no, lifestyle. I don't, I've Such never used those words together. Fasting and diet no, do not go together. Not. Fasting is when, diet is what. That's, yeah. you know, very, Trust very me, I know what a diet is. <laughs> uh-huh. We all do that. We've yeah. done them. But yeah. I really, really genuinely believe that you know, we've all heard the phrase sharing is caring, whatever it is that works for us. But I almost feel like ethically, we have a responsibility to share it with someone who we know is looking for a solution. Now, if somebody is not looking for a solution, okay, they're maybe not. But if someone is looking for a solution, we've got a solution. Plant that seed. That's I it. I agree. I think ethically we owe it to them because if they circle back to it two years later and it changes their life and it keeps them from going down the cycle of insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes, wounds that won't heal, if we can keep them from going down that path, we've made a giant difference just by planting that seed. That's what I think. Yes, I do too. I totally do. 
Now, when you started intermittent fasting in the summer of 22, do you remember how much you weighed at that time? Yes. I, on August 9th, I weighed 209. Okay. So we're recording this on August 16th. So just over a year ago, you were at 209. And how has the weight loss been for you? Right now I'm at 159. Wow. That's fantastic. So in a year, Mm -hmm. wow, that's 60 pounds. And is my math right? No, wait. 50. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot to lose. Yeah. 50. Sorry. 50 pounds. I'm not a very audible learner, learning person. I got to write stuff down. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. 50 pounds in a year. That is right on pace. About a pound a week. And if you go, you know, from before that, when I originally weighed 256 over the between Weight Watchers. And because like I said, I lost about 40 on Weight Watchers, gained back probably about 20 of it, just back and forth. But I found a photo of me in 2016 the other day. My daughter sent it to me and I took it to the library and had it laminated and put it on my refrigerator. My cousin and her husband, they were here and they were like, we don't even remember you looking that big. Well, I'm pretty sure in 2016, that was my 256, my highest weight. So you're down 100 pounds from your highest weight. Yes, yes. That feels so good. It does. I've never felt better. I just can't tell you enough about it. I really, really feel great. So So when's the last time you reckon you were around this weight where you are now in the 150s? Probably when James and I were dating in 2000. I think I was a little bit less than that. And now with the way your body changes, I mean, we've all talked about how things look different. Yes. I still would like to get down to 145. Okay. My face gets really thin. And that's where I lose. Well, as we get older, I feel like our face, and I don't want to look older. You don't want to look gaunt. Right. So I'm just kind of taking it one day at a time. I do still want to lose that other. It might just be 10 pounds or it might be getting to 145, but I don't want to. You might find you don't. With fasting, when I did back in the early 90s, when I was doing low-fat dieting back in the early 90s, I was doing the junk food, low-fat diet with the snack wells and the SpaghettiOs. It was not a healthy way. It was fat-free bologna sandwiches on white bread. I mean, with fat-free mayonnaise, what in the world? <laughs> I got down to 118. That was the skinniest I ever was. You know, once I got my driver's license at 16, I never – anyway, that was my skinniest. I didn't look good, let me just say. You look at the photos from then, you know, the family photos. My face was gaunt. It didn't look good. I wasn't healthy. And so I really feel like with intermittent fasting, I bet you're going to be surprised at how your face doesn't. We don't typically see people in our community who end up looking drawn and haggard. And so hopefully Um, that won't happen. Right. And I'm like you, you remember weighing that. I remember weighing 125. And it's funny how you remember where you were standing and everything. (laughs) I was in a convenience store and a guy behind me that I'd known my whole life. He said, Tammy, you're going to blow away. And I'm like, I've never been told that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but I was at 125 and that was even before 2000 that one of those times that I'd lost a bunch of weight. Probably I was on the diet pills, honestly, during that time. Yeah. So, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those two. Also, when I was on the diet pills, I did not look my best. You know, I might have been thin, but I was not looking my best. I didn't look as healthy. And my body is completely reshaped, like the shape of my body now at the age 54 is totally different than my body was when I did the other, you know, white knuckle diet, diet pill diet, you know, whatever it was diet from the way the past. Like I feel much healthier. I think I look healthier. And so 
The way you feel and the way you look, I think, is a testament. If you look healthy, like we notice people with their eyes are so bright after intermittent fasting. Right. Your skin changes. Uh I mean, my skin has definitely changed. The scars from my surgery, they're hardly there. I mean, that's just just amazing. Amazing. Yes. So tell us some more of your non-scale victories, also your health victories, like your diabetes and your wound healing, for example, all of that. Like I said, I was on Genuvia. I am no longer on any diabetic medicine. None. Wow. That is amazing. I was taking high blood pressure medicine. I am no longer on that. Also, I could not lay on my left side for some reason. It just was really hurting. So I'd gone to the doctor and they put me on a, I can't even remember the name of it. It was like a muscle. um, I'm no longer on that. And I could lay on my left side. I take no medicine. The only thing I'm taking is magnesium um, that you recommend. Hormone Um, replacement therapy and magnesium. That's all I take. (laughs) And uh, I haven't had to do any hormone replacement yet. So I'm on no medicine. It has taught me that my body, like for instance, I just went to see my cousin Shauna and had made a Coca-Cola cake because I forgot to leave her some the last time I was there. So I made another one to take to her and I ate a piece of it on the way. And then I stopped in a little town that has these They're just regular Tootsie Rolls, but I don't know why their Tootsie Rolls are fresher than anybody's Tootsie Rolls. And my cousin was like, hey, stop and get me one of those Tootsie Rolls. So I did. Well, I got me one, too, and then got to her house. This was just yesterday. And, of course, that evening we ate, had the Coca-Cola cake again, and had a little ice cream with it. And that next morning, I woke up with a super pounding headache, not feeling good at all. My body cannot, I would have been fine with one piece of cake. My body could not handle those two pieces of cake and that Tootsie Roll at yeah. all. Now, Coca-Cola just, cake, that is a Southern thing right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I know you're in Kansas, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yes. I'm originally from Oklahoma. Coca-Cola cake in a long time. I have a friend from Aiken where I taught the first part of my teaching career, and she would make Coca-Cola cake. Is it mm-hmm. chocolate? Chocolate, and you have marshmallows in there. There's Coca-Cola in (laughs) it. Here in the South, we just like to put Coca-Cola in random stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's really good. And I think it is very sweet. mm -hmm, The first one I made and didn't leave any for Shauna and her husband said, I told her, I said, I think my first one was better. And then after we ate this one the other night, I was like, you know, I don't know that it was better. I just hadn't had it in so many years. Maybe it just tasted better to me than the second one, but you just don't it was, like it as much. Yeah. It was still very good. I just should not have had two pieces of it. I so I guess what I'm trying to say is intermittent fasting has taught me what my body can handle and what it can't. Now what I have to remember, and I told my husband James this, I have got to give myself a talk. Remember what this did to you. You woke up with a headache, you were vomiting. I got over oh, it. No. I went for a walk yesterday morning, got over it really quick. But I have pinpointed that that is when it happens. I know that's what is causing it. So that well, has and, helped me. You know, the fact that you were diabetic shows that your body does not handle the blood sugar swings. And so your body already told you that when you were diabetic and you needed medicine for it. And now fasting is managing that for you without the need for the medication. But that doesn't mean that your body is suddenly a body that can handle it well. So that's the thing. You know, my whole life from when I was a child and super skinny, I've never handled sweets 
on an empty stomach. Like I wasn't the kid who was eating cookies and cake and stuff because I couldn't have told you why. I could feel the crash as a kid. So I didn't eat like that, you know, and knowing how you feel is so important. Right. So it's taught me that. And that's what's great about it is it teaches you what your body can and can't adjust to. And I think that's a great experience. I just have got to remember to tell myself, no, 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 not that much. Well, it's the power of it. You know, I can have cake strategically, like when we took Sherry out for her birthday and we went to Lee's Inlet Kitchen. Everybody, if you like good seafood, go to Lee's Inlet Kitchen and Merle's Inlet if you're ever around here. And I had strawberry cake at the end of the meal and I felt fine. Didn't have a crash, but my stomach was full of other food. I started with a salad. And if I'd have started with the cake, it would have been a whole different experience. But I will say cake in the South is kind of a big deal. And also where you are, (laughs) we like our cake. Yes. (laughs) And you know, we're in a rural area. Our whole lives are, I mean, that's what we do for entertainment. We go out to eat. That is what. And when we bake a cake, we're not going to the grocery store and buying like cake mixes and stuff. Right. We're baking a a homemade cake with a recipe that has like spilled vanilla on it that is all (laughs) dog-eared. You know what I mean? Yes, That your grandmother gave you. That's the kind of cake we're having. You only need a little bit of that cake, though. (laughs) That is right. Yeah. Well, I love that you took a mental note. You're like, all right, Tammy, note to self, don't have cake and then eat some more and then have some more cake. Right. One other moment that I always think about you talking about when you went on your cruise, that was your moment that you realized your weight. And I think about Star. Her moment was Disneyland. My moment was last year and we're, Monica plays all kinds of sports. So we're always in a gym or somewhere with athletics. So I was sitting there and it was senior night and it hit me. Senior night for you is going to be next year. Like I said, we're very small. I think there's 20 some in her class. Wow. And I thought, I've got to walk out on that gym floor as a parent. It hit me. That was my moment. That was my Disneyland and your cruise moment. Like stars Disneyland. Mine was in the gymnasium when I realized next year I would be walking out on that floor with my daughter. and Well, uh, I love that you had a year. You know, you had a year between that aha moment and then the event. And so that was a lot of time, and you made the lifestyle changes, and slowly but surely you got there. Because I know right now it's so dramatic to be down 50 pounds, but it didn't happen immediately or overnight. It took a year for it to go. It did. And with the diet pills or anything else, I used to could drop 20 pounds. If I had a wedding come up, I could drop 10 or 20 pounds and nothing flat. Well, after you get to age 40 and definitely age 50, that does not happen very fast. No. That just and all those t- fast pounds are going to come back just They're going to come back plus some. And yeah, they're going to so, bring their friends. <laughs> so I think for me with this, I'll tell people, you know, I've gotten this weight off. I never want to see it again. This has not been easy because it gets harder the older you get. That is also a really good point, Tammy, and I want to talk about that for a minute because it's true. You know, we even hear it in the fasting community. You know, my story with the weight that I lost, I lost it pretty quickly from 2014 to 2015, but that was almost 10 years ago. I had a different hormone profile because I had not yet gone through menopause at that time. You know, I was in my early 40s, and a body in your early 40s is very different than a body in your mid-50s right? So if I went back in time, but as a 54-year-old woman, so if I was a 54-year-old woman and I was 210 pounds, would the weight have come off as quickly? I don't know. 
So I can't compare my results to what they would have been in the past. If that, I don't know if I'm making any sense. Yes, but I understand some, what you're saying. Like if somebody has tried intermittent fasting in the past, maybe they had great results in 2014, like me, and then they stopped doing it, gained the weight back, and now they're back to it. You know, people come back to it, and they're not having the quick results this time. Fasting didn't change, but your body did. So I just wanted to put that out there. And, you know, my 54-year-old body doesn't handle sugar the same way even my 44-year-old body did, you know, or my 34-year-old body, 24-year-old body. And so, you know, if I went back to how I ate when I got down to, you know, 118 and was eating SpaghettiOs and snack wells, could I even do it now? I would, on the way to work, I would drive through McDonald's and get fat-free apple muffins that they had and a real Coke. That was fat-free. Mm-hmm. I feel my like if worst, I had that now, I'd have a coma. I tried to pinpoint one time, and it was when my dad was sick and I was traveling. He was having some stuff done in Dallas. I always thought I had to have food in the car. Or like you said, you would stop at every quick stop. I always had to have food in the car. So I did do a lot of eating in the vehicle, yes. For now, I know between here and Augusta, I know where to stop and get the best coffee mm-hmm. and who has the best bathrooms. Right. <laughs> my, Me too. my travel uh, yeah. <laughs> itinerary has changed. Mm-hmm. I need beverage and bathroom. Right. And then, of course, what's going to happen because of the beverage? You're going to need another bathroom. So in a four-hour drive, I stopped two times. <laughs> yes, I'm right there with you. And I never did like coffee. I was never a coffee drinker until age 58, until I started clean fasting. I I'm just now getting to where I do enjoy it in the morning, and I do like to have it. I do like the sparkling water. I like the Topo Chico, and then there's another one. I can't remember the name of it for sure. Topo Chico is kind of hard to get here. It can um, be, yeah. And so there's another one. McWag- I can't even remember the name what, of it. Where- Maguagua or oh, a, I don't know that one. And when you it go, it sounds to like get a it, Spanish brand. Like a, you go to get it at Walmart, it's in with the like Hispanic food. Oh, well, I think I've seen it. Yes, yes, and it's I know it's exactly very what you're good talking too, about. And we can get I've it. Seen it. I haven't yes. ever tried it because yeah, I'll, it's always right right beside the Topo Chico. <laughs> yeah, I do yeah. like it. And if I'm hungry in the evening and it's not time to eat, it will fill me up. Or if yeah, I want to feel like I'm drinking something else, it's in a glass bottle. It feels like I took it to pickleball one night and they're like, what are you drinking? And I'm like, it's sparkling water. I'm not drinking. It does look like a wine cooler. <laughs> it does <laughs> look like you're having a little something, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that's so yeah. funny. But so. you said you were, was it Diet Pepsi? Was that your yes, your yes. go-to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was the same. I didn't start drinking coffee until really late, probably my upper 30s. And of course, I was having hot milkshakes. But right. before that, I was always the cola girl. You know, I went through phases, depending on, like I said, in my low fat days, a regular Coke because it had no fat. So whatever, it was fine. And then I would have the Diet Coke. And then I, I would have Diet Coke with lemon for a long part of it. Or then it was Diet Mountain Dew. What in the world was that? I'm not sure. But it always had to be something cold and fizzy with the caffeine. Yes, Until and I, I still, every now and then, I'll drink a Sprite Zero, or a, but not near as much. And in, that's in, a, in your eating window. In my window. Let me get yeah. that in there. It's in my window, but not very often because the sparkling water kind of does the same thing, and I figure it's better for me. So that's what I do during my window, definitely. Yeah, I so. love the bubbles. There's something about yes, the bubbles. And bubbles. I even, you know, in my eating window, that's what I choose. You know, when I go out to eat, I sometimes get regular water, but I often get club soda. Even though I'm eating and I could have anything, I choose club soda. 
because they can do it right with a little soda gun, you know. They have that. I feel like it fills you up too. I feel I just like, like the bubbles. Feels, right. And I feel like it makes me feel fuller. Um, I think it probably does. And maybe that's in my head. I don't know. But it, no, I think it's, it's real. The it. bubbles and the gas in there, it has bulk to it. So let's talk about, you know, you said before fasting, you had trouble with wound healing. Is that completely gone? Completely gone. When I started wow. intermittent fasting, I had a little tiny spot on my ankle. And this was pretty much in, probably had it in June of 2022 when I ordered your book. Started that and it just, it never got bad. And for it not to get bad. And these could be like the first one I got, I was starting the blower like you blow the leaves with, you know, and it came back and hit me in the leg. So that's how that one started. The one that I had when I started clean fasting and started really getting into intermittent fasting, never, it just went away. I've never had one since. I hope I never have another one again. I don't feel like I will. I really do yeah, not. I think you're right. I think that, um, you know, we've got the tools. You've got fasting and also, you know, paying attention to the foods and how they make you feel, not spiking your blood sugar. And just, you know, that didn't feel good. Your body told you. And you've got the tools that you need to keep your body healthy long term. That's my goal now. It's health. That's me. And so many people come to this for weight loss. And I did too, just like most. That's exactly why I came. Now, I've told people recently, you know, I'm here for still, I would like to get off another 10, maybe 15 pounds, but I am here for the health journey. That's why it's going to be my lifestyle for the rest of my life. It just, you know, when I get to maintenance, I may not do, typically right now, I do 24. And then I did start, after listening to you, a little bit of alternate day fasting. I've been doing that since August 4th, so I'm on my second week of that, just to see if I could kind of change things up. However, this has taught me to tweak it till it's easy. If I've got a friend coming to town or my sister's coming, or family, anybody, I'll tweak it because I'm not going to miss. My daughter came through town the other day, my oldest daughter. She sent me a photo that morning. Good morning, Nest City. And I said, are you here? Well, she was driving with her husband to take a part to another town. And then they were coming back through. And I said, okay, let's do lunch. I'll, you know, stop by. And because I thought they don't come through town very often. So they live three hours away. So we had lunch together. I mean, that's the wonderful part about intermittent fasting is you can tweak it till it's easy and then just start the next day, however you, you want to. You didn't fall off the wagon. No. You didn't ruin yeah. anything. No. You didn't no get wagon. on the scale the next day and see that you're up two pounds and be like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. It just, you know, it is what it is. Weight it goes is. up, weight goes down. It's no big yes. deal. So are you a weigher? Are you a daily weigher? I'm getting better. Okay. Because of you, but okay. uh, not near like I used to be. I am getting better, and I hope eventually, I hope I'm totally not doing it at all, but I do a little bit. Maybe once every two weeks. I'm definitely not an every day like I used to be. I did used to be. They're still in the bathroom, but I might throw them away one of these days. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. When you choose Organic Valley... Not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. 
This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find organic valley dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Well, we don't even have a scale. We don't I have know. one. I think that's we, great. We I had think. one of those doctor scales for a long time because it was just so big. And I've tried to get rid of it. Chad doesn't like to get rid of things, <laughs> like for real. I, my James is the same way. Exactly like, the same At one as time, we had that scale. And then I was like, I'm never going to weigh again. And he's like, well, this is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so then he moved it somewhere and he moved it somewhere else. But when we moved from Augusta, that did not come with us. I don't know if he sold it or if it, we sold it in the estate sale. I don't know. But that finally didn't come with us. But I had, of course, hadn't gotten on it. And <laughs> I don't even know if it still worked. But <laughs> I got that doctor scale. Have you ever heard me tell the story about why I got that doctor scale? No, I don't think so. You know the kind one that I'm talking about that has the yes. balance? Yes, oh, yeah. yes. Exactly. I read somewhere, it was back in my dieting days, pre-intermittent fasting, that one strategy, because, you know, I've been very open with how seeing the weight fluctuations messed my, with my mind, which is why daily weighing with weekly averaging finally saved my sanity. But the strategy was get a doctor balance scale and stand on it every morning and only move it if your weight is down. Like if you get on... And you can tell you would have to move it up. Don't do it. But only move it to show your downward progress. So you get to ignore the upward fluctuations because you know you're having one because it doesn't balance. But you don't write it down. You don't see what it was. You only move it when it's down. And I was like, I could do that. I could do that. And I did that very, very briefly. The problem was it didn't fit in our bathroom. So I had to put it in this other room. And when did I like to weigh? naked before I got in the shower and I had two little boys. I couldn't be traipsing around the house naked anyway. <laughs> so that didn't last very long. And then it was like, a, you know, out in, in the... Well, when know. I worked at the doctor's office and I went to work there straight out of high school and I worked there for about 12 years. Well, we had one of those scales in the back so you could weigh and then ask for your diet pills. So <laughs> <laughs> bless our hearts. <laughs> I would never weigh with my clothes on, though, because no. and my shoes and my earrings. And <laughs> yeah. oh, we had a room you could shut there at the office. You know, you could shut and take everything off that you possibly could. So that's so fun. Definitely yeah. the shoes and the socks yes. and the yes, yeah, <laughs> the games that we play. Those are yes. all just games, right? They, the mental gymnastics, diet brain. Yep. It's true. It's true. So when you're recommending someone, you read Delay Don't Deny first and then Fast Feast Repeat, what do you recommend that people read? Or I do you recommend them both, that they start? Then, you know, okay. I ask them if you like science stuff. I do, now that I'm more into it and I'm more knowledgeable about it, I do think Fast Feast Repeat, but I am so thankful I started with Delay Don't Deny because I think I'm one of those people that Fast Feast Repeat would have been too much. So I think you have to look at the individual themselves and see like my husband would probably be fine with fast feast repeat. And so would Monica, actually. Monica has both of the books, but she just started the the 16-8, like I said, quite a while. She's been doing it most of the summer. But I think it depends on the individual. For me, I'm glad that I started with Delay, Don't Deny. Yeah. And that's actually why my new book that's coming out in December, 28-Day Fast Start Day by Day, that was because... I wanted people to have somewhere to start that wasn't quite so much. Right. And I've already to, pre-ordered. I've already yeah, pre-ordered. Thank you for pre- everybody. If you would pre-order, that would be super helpful. Even if you already love intermittent fasting and you're successful with it, you know, do you need a copy of 28 Day Fast Start Day by Day? If you're fasting every single day and you're never going to quit, do you need it? No. <laughs> but 
there's a lot of stuff you might actually learn some new things and the little daily, you know, maybe use it as a refresher. And it's definitely the book you'll want to have on hand to give to somebody. That's what I thought. And I don't know that I need it right now because I'm so set on doing this for the rest of it. But I still, I like the part that you can write stuff down and I think it'll be neat. Plus, I, Well, I, you know, the teacher in me came out in it completely. But the part that I'm really, really excited about is before you start, I understand as a teacher, you know, planting the seeds early, you know, like when we're teaching a lesson to children, we tell them, here's what you're going to learn. And we set them up for success in many, many ways. And so... 28-day fast start day by day is really designed to set people up for success. Like before they even start, they craft their why statement. And if our only why, what I've learned over the years of working with people, if your only why is I want to lose weight and I want to lose it as fast as I can, then you're likely to be frustrated, disappointed. Intermittent fasting isn't going to give you the fastest weight loss you've ever had. It isn't. It's so different. So if that's your only motivation you're more likely to quit. But, you know, if like Tammy, I bet back in the day when you were having the trouble with the wounds, you would have said, I want to not have these wounds anymore. I want to be off my diabetes medicine. I don't want to be on blood pressure meds. I don't want my left side to hurt when I lay on it. And those are very, very powerful reasons. Weight loss can absolutely and should be part of it if that's what you want. But the other ones are the ones that really are like health is everything. Yes. I had somebody ask me once, a friend of mine, why don't you want to take insulin, you know, instead of the pill? And I'm like, I never, my mom took insulin and her diabetes was adult onset, which was harder for her because you're already setting your ways. You know, it's almost, there's never a good time, but it's better if you're younger because then you get, you know, my mom was setting her ways of eating and she was like me. If she was working all day, busy, she may not eat till when she wanted to, or she may snack all day and So I didn't want to be on insulin at all. I wanted to prevent that no matter what. You're exactly right. And gosh, what you said about being set in your ways, I've got a family member. I'm not going to, I don't want to go into too many details, but same, same, same. And, you know, there comes a point when that person is not going to make a change. So the earlier we can make the change, the better. And also a lot of the negatives that go along with these, these lifestyle diseases, And again, I'm putting this on the processed food industry because the more I'm learning about processed foods, we're just like almost helpless against it, the way our brains respond. I was listening to the author of The Pleasure Trap, and one of them, have you ever heard of True North? It's a fasting center. They do like big time healing fasting where they go and they medically supervise you. It's not like just like, hey, let's do some really long fat. No, it's medically supervised long fasting for people who are really, really sick and it helps them. But in the book, The Pleasure Trap, I heard him talking about how our brains are wired for certain types of pleasure. And throughout human history, we were wired to seek out calorically dense foods because that was our safest bet for not dying during the next famine. Like those of us that are alive now are alive because our ancestors were able to put on weight and not die in the famine. So we've got those genes. And so it's the modern environment where all these ultra-processed foods are available that is setting us up for failure. We're no match for that. So if you're just eating ultra-processed foods all the time, it's like the absolute worst thing for our bodies, but it gives us that pleasure and we can't really stop. You know, it makes you mad the more you learn about it. It's it is convenient. It's so convenient with our busy lifestyles. And I think about these women with three and four and five kids and going here and there. And 
It's just so convenient. But yes, it's definitely the processed food is not good for our bodies, but they made it so convenient for us and life gets hectic and I'm guilty of it too. I mean, definitely, you know, oh, yeah, if you're busy too. and you come home, what's the easiest thing to fix? I mean, it's, yes, I've definitely. Green chef meals. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I had to yes, say it. I know. it's like right there and I have to mm-hmm. eat it. Like, I know. like last night I was so tired. I worked all day and I got home from here over to the house and I was like, I don't know what time it was, 6.30, and I was like, I got to make this meal. (laughs) But, you know, there it was. I had the meal, so I had to make it. Yes, and I did Green Chef for a while. Monica really liked it. For us, for three of us, it's fine. It's hard for three. But we did like it. I do want to try Daily Harvest. But, you know, I think about these people with larger families. There really isn't as good of an option for the two of us. For me and Chad, we saved so much money with the meal kits. It's probably perfect, yes. It's perfect. And even when Will was living with us for a while, I could get a meal for two, and both Chad and Will have great stop eating signals. So I could take a meal for two and feed all three of us on it just by adding some rice or something or rolls on the side, and we were fine. But And it was fine for Monica and James and I because I've got a kid that is not a picky eater. She will eat pretty much anything. She does not like corn, but she will. And my grandkids, they're a whole different story. I mean, when it comes to eating, and I know other kids, the, most kids are pickier and that those types of foods would not work. The processed stuff is what they, it's sadly, that's what they Well, a really good to. meal kit for people who are looking for something that might be a better choice for a pickier family, HelloFresh is a good option. They're owned by, Green Chef and HelloFresh are owned by the same company. And HelloFresh has started sponsoring the Fast Feast Repeat podcast. I'm super yeah, excited about that. we've tried them all. That. We've tried yeah, them all besides Hello Daily Harvest. A, they're all great options, but HelloFresh and Green Chef are owned by the same company. I love Green Chef, but I also love HelloFresh. There's seven nights in the week. We got to eat something. So, <laughs> But if you've got a picky family, that would be a good place to start. Although Green Chef has some great meals that you can choose from for even a picky family as well. But yeah, they're both. That, really that's good. what I do when I don't feel like cooking, but I've got the food there already and I have to cook it. So that's why it saves me. Otherwise, I'd be like, let's go out. <laughs> if it's already in the house, <laughs> like you order it when you're feeling, you know, it doesn't just instantly arrive. You order it and then it shows up and then there it is. And you're like, well, I got to eat it. It's here. And your taste buds definitely change. Oh, How man, have yours do. changed? Well, I grew up with a father. The only thing he made us eat was Brussels sprouts. And my sister and I both, my sister Darla, we both would, they did not stay down. I'll put it to you that way. I never had another one. And then here a while back, we ate at a place in Hoxie, Kansas. It's called the Elephant Bistro Bar. And they had Brussels sprouts as an appetizer. And I ordered them and I sent a photo to my sister. And she's like, I have not had those since I ate them twice. (laughs) She's She's like, no, no, no. And I said, oh, Darla, they're wonderful. They're seasoned different. You know, my mom boiled them like the See, old that's time. The, and did she that's start with di- frozen ones or did she start with the, the fresh ones and boil probably them? Probably frozen. I have no idea. That's what they my mother so does. Yeah. My mother gets frozen Brussels uh-huh. sprouts and boils them. I'm guessing them. they were frozen. They were Disgusting. so nasty. <laughs> and my dad didn't make us eat anything else. We grew up, you know, he was a beef raised cattle, but he made us eat those Brussels sprouts. And now I crave them. That and asparagus in the air fryer seasoned or on the grill. It's totally different. So my sister tried them and she's like, hey, Tammy, you were right. Those are awesome. (laughs) But my taste was, so that's a definite change for me. Yeah. Because you were like Um, scarred for life. I I was. I was. And I had great parents, but man, when it comes to eating, 
They well, would eat all kinds of junk food. My, so, my parents as well, they were that generation, the baby boomer generation, right? And the baby boomer generation came up with parents who were like using all these convenience foods. Mm-hmm. Tang we, and Dream Whip and Bugles. Oh, I remember and Tang. Yeah. Chicken we and a biscuit. This, we had this cabinet in our hallway, and it was actually the liquor cabinet. But my mom kept big bottles of hot Coke. You remember when Coke came in a bottle, a glass bottle? I was she just talking put, about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The she other would day. put those in there, and Saturday morning, Jen, because that's the only time cartoons come on, I would get a bag of Cheetos, the puffy kind, yeah. a bag, not a little bag, and yeah. a hot Coke, and drink it for Saturday Warm. morning. Like room no, temperature? Nobody ever said, oh, Tammy, that's really not that good for you. My brother, CA, my older brother, is the only one that ever said to me one time, Tammy, if you'll lose some weight, I'll give you $100 or I'll buy you a 10-speed bike. I think I wind up getting the bike, and I don't even remember how much weight I had to lose. But he's the only one, and still to this day, if he gains five pounds, he freaks out, and he loses it. But I can remember eating those Cheetos and that Diet Coke watching cartoons. Oh, my Lord. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, my word. No wonder. Yeah. And like <laughs> well, I said, we are I almost one- out of time. What would you tell someone just starting out with intermittent fasting, or what do you wish you knew when you first started? In about, like, one minute. Okay. I would tell somebody, be patient. Give this a year. Give it a year. You would not start any kind of medical treatment and then just give it up, whether it be for cancer, for whatever. And I'm not comparing it. Start it. Be patient. Trust your body. You're a study of one. And do you. And it's not willpower. It is a mindset. And read Jen Stevens' books listen to the podcast. I joined community just a couple of months ago. Do all that stuff and do it for you yourself. And like I said, it is not willpower. It is a mindset. That is really, really huge to say because so many of us think it's just willpower, but it is a mindset. It is a mindset. I am an intermittent faster. This is what I do. And you have to really kind of take that on and feel it. I walk and I love my vibration plate. And those are the two things outside of, you know, exercise. That's just what I do is just the walking anywhere two to four miles a day. But, and you can do it anywhere. If you're at your kid's soccer game, at your kid's ball game. I walked many volleyball games around a gymnasium. You can do walking anywhere. It's free. You're not paying a gym. But be patient and love yourself and give it a year. I love it. I also have that, Tammy, in the new book, 28 Day Fast Start Day by Day. At the end of the 28 days, I ask them, I'm like, you're already one twelfth of the way through. Give yourself a year and picture yourself on your one year fast anniversary. You know, what are you going to say to yourself on your one year fast anniversary? And so like planting those seeds again that you're not going to stop. Plant those in your own head. Promise yourself you're not going to stop. If you give it a year, And if you stick to intermittent fasting for a year, you're going to not forget how great that feels. And thank the people that have supported you. And hopefully you've planted a seed in some of those that you can share. And they might not do it today, but they might do it six months from now or a year. Absolutely. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for sharing your story. It was so nice to talk to you face-to-face, computer-to-computer. Yes. Thank (laughs) you so much. And I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Keep fasting. And thank you so much. And Sherry, too. I love listening to all your podcasts. Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Email me at jen at intermittentfastingstories.com and I'll add you to the lineup. That's G-I-N at intermittentfastingstories.com. The world wants to hear your story. 
That's it for today. Remember, I may have a doctorate, but I'm not a medical doctor. So don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice. Please always check with your doctor or healthcare provider if you have medical questions. I'll talk to you next week, Fasting Family, where we will hear another inspiring story. Have a great week and fast on. Intermittent Fasting Stories is edited, mixed, and mastered by Resonate Recordings. To learn more, visit them at ResonateRecordings.com or email them at hello at ResonateRecordings.com. Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on the podcast. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishbowl podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself. And it becomes very clear that the cat has other plans for the podcast. And those plans are the opposite of quiet. Sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic tongue twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Wondery Kids Plus on Apple Podcasts today.